here's the secret to being a hard worker. Here's the secret to loving your job, even if you hate it. Here's the secret to being a completionist. Here's the secret to being competent in holding a job. I'm going to explain how I do it. Uh, so here's the thing. It starts socially, right? A job interview or a date or even just any social interaction. Any social interaction is a de facto job interview, whether it's just casual, whether it's professional or romantic. You see, when we're interacting with someone, there's an evaluation process happening. And it's happening both ways, whether we are aware of it or not. We're trying to determine if these people are likable to us. We're trying to determine if they could be useful to us or someone that we know. And every social interaction can lead to profit and wealth. And it's not just about money. Money is a huge part of it. But it can lead to other kinds of wealth as well. You see, some of the best things in life, the best, the best commissions that I have made through my ability to sell myself have not involved money. <laughs> now, money is important to me. Don't get me wrong. However, greater things have happened um, from dating people I wanted to date uh, to um, traveling to places I wanted to be uh, to creating experiences that were remarkable and changed my life in unanticipated ways that I didn't even know that I wanted. And yeah, there's just a lot of value in being able to sell yourself. So read sales books. I would recommend Seller Be Sold by Grant Cardone to start with. But his whole catalog of books are wonderful. And think what you want about him, whether he's a con man or not. He's a great sales trainer. That's, in my opinion, that's not disputable. <clears throat> Anyhow, um, so selling yourself, being able to demonstrate your value. And when you're in a job interview, you have to do that. When you're trying to get someone's number and then go on a date with them and then fuck them, you got to be able to do that. Why are you fun to be with? What makes you a worthwhile partner? Why should you be in their life? And why should they be in your life, right? Or however you think about it. You know, it's a two-way street. I'm getting mixed up here with the two-way street thing. But anyhow, it starts socially, being able to show that you can provide value and if you're having trouble being able to provide value go to udemy.com and buy some courses you know there's the, or get some books on skills that you want to have and uh, so once you get the job now we're going to be talking about official employment or even if you're just working on a project outside of official employment you know, you have an agreement, whether it be with yourself or people you're working with, that you're going to do the specifics X, Y, and Z and whatever else at a certain deadline that will be the end of your shift to in order to produce profit and a specific result. It, it could go one or the other. I don't care. It could, I think it goes result than profit, logically. Yeah, so you're... Your agreement is, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to complete it at this time. It should produce this desired result. And it will produce profit. The result will produce profit. 
And so take me, for instance. Um, I'm a full-time courtesy clerk at a grocery store. And, uh, you know, I'm willing to do everything. You know, I, I don't... And also, I don't look for problems with my job. You know, I, I'm nice to everybody. My coworkers, my higher-ups, my customers. You know why? Because I'm paid to be nice to these people. And the me being nice to them, even when they're rude to me... I, I'm I'm passing these evaluations more and more and more. People are liking me more and more and more. So keep in mind, being nice is how you get liked. And being confident is how you get respect. I'm also confident on the job too. And I also have confidence in other people, which even earns even more respect. However, I have a variety of different duties I have to get done in a day. So I'm always coordinating with my front-end supervisor or whoever's in charge at the time of the front-end in order to figure out what I need what I need to do. And to tell you guys the truth, I am slow to tell you the truth. I'm actually very slow at this, at my tasks, because I want to, I want to complete them in a thorough way. And I do complete them on time for the most part. No one's perfect. And, uh... I look for I look for what's right with my job, and I also just accept the job for what it is. Sometimes I'm going to have to clean up things that are less than pleasant to do or to experience. And so I, I actually want to be a hard worker because I'm trying to meet the company's interest. Everything I do on the clock, when I clock in from that movement forward... It's all about meeting the company's interest, the interest of the business. And so I don't like dead time where I completed everything and there's nothing to do. So I go ask for something to do. That's how you be a hard worker right there. You're living up to your end of the agreement where when you are on the clock, you are doing things to help the business succeed, whether they be small things, big things, whatever. Whatever your job is, do, do those things. So when you clock in, you focus on your shift, you focus on your task, and then you complete it by the time it needs to be done. And then when you clock out, you can go do whatever you want. And so those are the, that's the basic idea of being competent and holding a job is you just clock in, focus on your shift, focus on your task, finish it, complete it when it needs to be done, clock out, and then repeat until you have your days off. And you just got to keep doing that until you find a higher paying job or you get an education in something or you just retire doing that. And so that's basically how you do it. And nobody, does anyone, can we all be honest that we don't want to work? Yeah. I feel like I'm the only one who's really honest about this kind of thing. Like, I don't have a dream job. My dream isn't to work. Like, I, if I could, I would just watch anime all day and eat Taco Bell, to tell you the truth. But the thing is, like, I brainwash myself to love hard work because it makes me money. And what I'm trying to say is jobs pay you to do the job because they're not fun. Man, if these jobs were fun, people wouldn't wouldn't do it for payment. They would just do it for free. Everyone would just be doing it. Um... But, I mean, I guess some people do find their jobs to be fun or they make it fun somehow. I guess I'm technically one of those people, but I don't really focus on how much I'm enjoying the task. I'm just focused on if I'm doing it properly. 
And you see, you want to rely on repetition and to be more specific, repetition of doing the task properly will lead to you being able to do it faster and it will still be good quality. So don't be afraid to start things slow. Be slow yet thorough and you produce a high quality result. Like I'm not half-assing putting the trash bags in the trash can and all the other things. I'm making sure that I'm doing this properly. I'm making sure that I'm getting familiar with the task and the environment of the task. So then when I do it next time, I can do it properly, but faster. Properly, yet faster. And, um, you know what? I... I, I love my job. I, I genuinely love the job. Not, not because it's fun or it makes me happy, but it pays me really well. And it gives me structure. And so when you're having a bad day because of your personal life stuff, use work as a way to escape those personal life problems. Like use routine as a comfort. As a utility for comfort. Like, just yesterday, I was having some emotional baggage uh, about some things, and when I clocked on, I go, this is my chance to just focus on my work, get my job done, and um, not, like, anything, when I, when I clock on, anything that's personal life stuff doesn't matter. And then when I clock out, anything that's work-related does not matter. So I'll I'll clock out, and nothing nothing that went wrong at work was going to matter to me. And I have this saying: things will get done when they get done. You know, so even though I find it important to meet deadlines, it's also important to just recognize that we're not always going to meet deadlines. Um. I would always prioritize getting the work done in a high quality way first. And then then once you're able to do that with enough of your tasks, or even all of them, then I would focus on the deadline part. Because your your repetition of producing high quality results will allow you to be more expedient with with it doing the task and producing high quality results. And you can apply this to entrepreneurial things like your own small business. And these are, these are not just things I learned on my own from working jobs, right? I also learned this from working for my former boss, who was also a friend of mine. Uh, when I was his executive assistant, he's a successful real estate entrepreneur, TJ. Um, he taught me a lot of these things. <laughs> Working for him taught me a lot about different things. Like, you you can apply a lot of uh, business things, not just to living a corporate life and working a normal job. You can also apply it to your own personal life. And then if you want to start your own business, you can apply it there too. And I think it's important to, like, really think about... Um, the beauty in trying to complete something, you know, that, and e even though I disagree with credentialism, 
there is one thing I appreciate about it. Like when it comes to jobs, caring if you have a high school diploma or not, I think that I think there I think that might be a good thing, arguably, because it shows you can complete something. However, when it comes to getting a degree, but you need five years of experience with the job, yeah, that is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I see the, I see the flaws elsewhere. And I do disagree with it otherwise. But I do want to. The point I'm trying to illustrate is that being able to complete something makes you more valuable than the next person. And I would always recommend that. Even when you're holding a job, whether you're working full-time, part-time, or eat, or beyond full-time, or whatever. Or maybe you're just working on a business project. You know, I would recommend being a completionist in every area of your life. Where you're cooking at home. Uh, and you, you're kind of, say maybe you're running late. Don't worry about showing up somewhere late. Worry about cooking your eggs, and eating a good breakfast. That's what you need to complete. So it's like, even though it might be crunch time, you know what, I think completing things is more more important than the deadline. But the thing is, like, that's what we want to work up to, is being able to complete things before the deadline. It goes like this. Complete things, even if it makes you late, and then complete things on time, and then complete things before the deadline. And then even beyond that would be completing things before the deadline and then completing something before the next deadline. Like, say, like, with my newsletter, you know, I'll schedule a post for Sunday, but then I'll just write the next Sunday's post and then schedule that. So, something simple like that. Completing things makes you very valuable i mean think about how many people in your life start something and they don't finish it do not do that do not be that person do not be that guy do not be that girl you want to complete things completing things makes you 10 times more valuable than other people and a lot of people just aren't willing to do it and uh You know, so there's a bit of being results-focused, right? Because when we're completing something we want done in a high-quality way, that's where slowness comes in. But then we get faster at it. I'm repeating myself to stay on track. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, like, no matter what you're doing, like, with a small business, make sure that you're completing things in a high-quality way. And uh, in your personal life, you know, definitely go to the gym. Definitely stick to a diet. And um, I recommend no cheating on the diet. No, Don't cheat on your diet. I think too many people eat for pleasure instead of uh, using food as fuel for the body. Because I, I think that we should be completing things in all aspects of our lives. Not just work and business, but also like in our personal lives where we need to be setting completion points. And a great way that to do that, the way that I do it anyway, don't worry, it won't require journaling, but it is a type of journaling. Um, with Microsoft Excel or some sort of like spreadsheet, 
it, it doesn't have to be digital, but for me, I like to use Microsoft Excel. I chart every five years of my life. I used to do 10 every decade, but now I'm just doing five. Um, I chart every five years of my life and I write uh, like from, from, I start from age 80 in the future to where I am now. And I write how I want my life to look like and what things I have to complete in order to get there and how I'm going to do it. But you see that when it comes to how you do it, that's where having a physical journal might come in handy for you. Um, but you could also do it on Excel too, but, uh, starting at 80 year old you, and then going every five years to where you currently are the best you can figure out what you want your life to look like. And those will be your completion points. And so like, you can also break it down with the wellness model, mental health, physical health, financial health. Figure out ways you can make completion points and how to do them in order to be your best mental self, physical self, financial self. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Uh, hope this helps somebody.